Hello, you're listening to a Zen Studies Society podcast. To learn more about our community of Zen Buddhist practitioners, please visit zenstudies.org. Good morning. Last Sunday, we joined in Mandala Day chanting, ending as we always do with Namu Dai Bosa. The mantra Namu Dai Bosa was created by Nakagawa. Soen Roshi, when he was a young monk doing solitary retreats on Mount Dagusatsu. And we also chanted at the end of our evening sittings and on many other occasions. Before the pandemic closed our temples, we may have taken this mantra for granted, perhaps chanting it absent-mindedly just by rote. But now, during this confusing time when some of us are fully vaccinated and others have been unable or unwilling to be. When we are threading our way through the protocols for reopening, safely, when so much of the world is experiencing second and third waves of COVID, and when the virus of racism continues to rage, we can really open to the power of Namu Dai Bosa. Most of you know the meaning of the syllables. But like everything in Buddhist practice, Definitions can only go so far. Nevertheless, let's remind ourselves. Namu. Becoming one with. Uniting with. Die. 
great beyond comparison, beyond any dualistic notions, unlimited. Bosa, short for Bosatsu. In Sanskrit, Bodhisattva. Bodhi, enlightened. Sattva, being. So the Bodhisattva embodies loving kindness in every thought, word, and deed, and represents the inseparability of wisdom and compassion. What is crucial in this time of global angst is to turn toward, to trust our fundamentally enlightened and enlightening nature. What are we after all? But bodhisattvas in training. to unite with this great bodhisattva spirit in the midst of our present circumstances, when we may be overwhelmed by grief, by anger means we don't wait for a more peaceful or settled time. Our inner turmoil itself reminds to become one with our original Bodhi mind. To live by this mantra may seem an impossible dream when we first start on the path. But as we stop evaluating and judging ourselves as we just surrender to our sitting, our chanting. A change takes place in spite of ourselves, our small-minded separate selves. 
that change happens because of a deepening of faith, which occurs organically through consistent practice. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we think we're condemned to the samsaric wheel of need and greed, avoidance, anxiety, hostility, resentment. But remember, mantra means mind protection. So when we find ourselves about to react with harsh words or ignore a task that needs our attention or finish off the ice cream container, we can remind ourselves. Namo Dai Bosa. Exhaling completely on each repetition. Chanting within or aloud as circumstances allow. we find that boundless loving-kindness is right at hand. Not later, when we fully awaken, but here and now. The more we sit, chant, and go about our daily lives with pure goalless motivation, the more natural and all-pervading our practice becomes without any gaining idea who we truly are can come forth and function freely. Then, even in the worst of circumstances, we are less likely to be knocked off course. And even when we are we can reorient ourselves to this very place, this moment, this breath. We can reestablish our relationship to everything 
as it is. And Bodhi-mind is revealed in everything. In the summer of 2019, Andy and I went to California again. And we stayed at Green Gulch Zen Center and had good visits with Zoukatsu, Norman Fisher, Roshi, Zenshin, Richard Rudin, Bill Losey, and other West Coast friends. In his new book, Zoketsu Roshi writes, we live in relation to other human beings, of course, but how and at what level of depth We live also in relation to ourselves, to our own thoughts and feelings, to our body, our breath. We live in relation to the whole of the physical world. We pick things up, we put them down. We see the sky and the sea. We hear the waves and birds. We taste and smell and touch are touched. These things make us what we are. We are nothing without them. Understanding this, fully appreciating it at its depth, goes to the heart of Zen practice." End quote. Horrible as this pandemic is, it has given us this fully appreciating not only this moment, but the interconnected relationship of all beings on this planet. Thursday was Earth Day. Last year at this time, lockdowns had been in place for more than a month. In the stillness of the months that followed, no cars going by, no airplanes overhead, no gatherings. In the long pause of everyday activities, 
we could really see that what we do, how we live our lives makes a tremendous difference. And this recognition deepened in the wake of the horrific murder of George Floyd by Derek Chauvin. With 26 million people joining Black Lives Matter protests the world over. As we know, even during the trial, police killings continued. And countless other examples of violence against Black, Brown, Asian, and Pacific Islander Americans have occurred. Namu Daibosa. Namu Daibosa. Experiencing the truth of Shunyata. Becoming Avalokiteshvara Bodhisattva. Doing deep prajna paramita. Seeing the emptiness of all five skandhas form, feelings, thought, volition, consciousness. Coming from emptiness, we can take in the pain. and breathe out compassion and we can act understanding the intersecting epidemics of COVID, racism, and gun violence. We can stand up together. We can call our legislative representatives and write letters in support of President Biden's and Attorney General Merrick Garland's proposed gun regulations, just as one example. Although these interrelated epidemics continue in full force, this year, 
we're free to come and go in most of the United States and much of the world. Vaccines offer promise, but even with wider availability, reaching herd immunity in the United States is not likely anytime soon. With all the conspiracy theories and fears about actually getting vaccinated. So the pandemic still rages, moving from place to place. What's that game called? Whack-a-mole, right? Subsiding here, worsening there, coming around again as restrictions are lifted, then new lockdowns go into place, the case count lowers, restrictions are lifted, the numbers escalate, chase. And while the United States continues to lead the world in numbers of COVID cases, I checked as of April 23rd, 31,991,750 today, more. And we continue to lead in deaths. India and Brazil are not far behind. And they don't have the medical infrastructure for adequate treatment. As we know, the coronavirus doesn't respect boundaries and borders. Nations have names, languages, cultural traditions that differ, but the pandemic has shown us the basic fact that beings in all their diversity are fundamentally one. And that we are all vulnerable, all subject to the law of causation, the law of impermanence. The misguided idea that anyone can be free from restrictions just continues the suffering. As we know from our practice, 
true freedom can only be found within restrictions. Wearing masks, observing physical distancing, getting vaccinated, working on behalf of community violence intervention programs. These things and more like them are compassionate awareness in action. Caring for so-called others is how we protect our so-called selves. Hokuto Sensei has been teaching a course on Sunday afternoons that combines the teachings of Rinzai and the Tibetan tradition of Lojong, mind training, which uses slogans as a method of practicing compassion in the midst of daily life dilemmas. How timely this course is. Zoketsu Norman Fisher Roshi, whose new book I quoted from earlier, also wrote a Zen commentary on the Lojong slogans called Training in Compassion. The actions, thoughts, and words of each of us are important, he writes. All of us together are making the world. So we have to ask ourselves, how am I living? What kinds of actions am I taking? Am I a force for good in the world? Or am I just another person doing nothing to help and therefore making things worse? End quote. To be a force for good in the world. That is the essence of Namu Dai Bosa. In the book, Eight Steps to Happiness, Geshe Kelsang Yatso notes, there is no way of avoiding difficult situations. But if we can change our attitude towards them, they will no longer be problems for us. 
instead of allowing adversities to make us unhappy and discouraged, we can use them to enhance our experience of the stages of the spiritual path and thereby maintain a pure and peaceful mind. By training our mind to recognize the spiritual lessons in all our experiences of this, then we can come to view everyone and everything as our spiritual teacher. End quote. So what is Buddhist practice? Nothing but changing our attitude, changing our minds. And with that recognition, we can find ourselves grateful for, instead of resentment toward our difficulties during this time of interwoven adversities and global turmoil. Recently, I received a fortune cookie with a message saying, turbulence is a life force. It is opportunity, the little piece of paper said. Let's love turbulence and use it for change. That has been my fortune cookie ever since. It's a good reminder that turbulence itself brings about the possibility for significant shifts. When the old form breaks apart, fortune cookie, right? You break it open to find the message. Do we try to put it back together as it was? Or do we pay attention knowing there's something waiting to be born? Chanting Namu Daibo Sa in the midst of turbulence, coming from the non duality of emptiness, we can ask ourselves how am I living? What kinds of actions am I taking? 
and we can recognize the spiritual lessons in all our experiences with gratitude and renewed dedication. So let's love turbulence. Let's have the courage to pay attention and let's embrace new ways of working together. Spiritual teachers all. So I'd like to end today asking you to chant with me, even though we don't have the sound on three times, Namudai Bosa, ending that last syllable with the exhalation all the way to the end. Namudai Bosa. That saw, that being. Namu Daibo Sa Namu Daibo Sa Namu Beings are numberless. We vow to liberate them all. This has been a Zen Study Society podcast. If you found it to be of interest, please consider making a donation by visiting zenstudies.org slash donate. Thank you for listening.